Awesome. Welcome. Thank you guys for being here. Kai's going to kick us off. Um, I'm going to share the bulk of our presentation tonight and what we're talking about. And I'll um, let him get us started. And then we'll get into some, some fun content, some great information we got prepared for you, Matt. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, John. So first and foremost, thank you guys for joining us on a Thursday. Whatever time zone you're in, of course, you could be doing other things, but you are with us tonight. So that's always a beautiful thing. And um, I love to see the men on the call. I love to see the men showing up. This is a real call. This is a R-E-Y-L call. And first, not a, not a first, but one of many after our incredible retreat, men's retreat that we just had. I'm not going to go into details about our men's retreat, but it was mind-blowing and mind-changing. So um, would love, if you don't know anything about the retreat, we'll talk about that at another time, but it was just incredible. I see some of the brothers who attended that retreat on this call right now. It's good to see their faces. We have a connection beyond connection right now from that retreat, so that's a beautiful thing. But tonight, we're diving into connection and communication at home. I love this topic. Um, because a lot of us as men, we kind of struggle in this area, communication and connection, whether it's with your spouse, whether it's with your kids, whether it's with your loved ones, and loved ones could mean, you know, your friends, co-workers, um, just associates, people you love in your life. And communication is always something that it's always a gray line. So this is a call about improving that and doing that with healthy boundaries, which I love. Um, like myself, single father of a 24-year-old daughter, communication at this stage of the game is trying with a 24-year-old daughter at this stage of my life. So trying to find out, try to finding, try to trying to find that balance, you know, to communicate with her more effectively um, and have open communication with her as she starts to go through life and find herself at 24 years old. And of course she's out of the house, I have my other partner who I need to have healthy boundaries with, and that's my wife. So if communication falters in the relationship, everything else around that crumbles also. So communication is the pillar in any relationship, whether it's your spouse, your kids, or your loved ones. So we're gonna deep dive into that tonight with the incredible John Bush, one of the founders of Real, we commit every day you live, and we're gonna we just we just want open communication and open dialogue as we jump into this. All right, so let me introduce the man, the myth. It's not really a myth, but I'll say he's a myth. But incredible friend, my brother, my loved one, John Bush. Why don't you take it off and just let let's let's deep dive into this um, really hot topic tonight. And I think the men are gonna get something really powerful from you sharing tonight. And we love any feedback. Like I said, open communication during the Zoom. We love the feedback, we love questions. Let's get, let's have everybody jump in on the dialogue tonight. All right, improving connection and communication at home. John Bush, why don't you take it away for us? Thanks, Kai. I appreciate the kind words. I appreciate the, the message that you shared, how important this is. Uh, man, we got a few mentors on the call for you that are monitoring the chat. So if you have a question and you want to unmute and ask, go for it. If you want to type it in the chat, go for it. Uh, we got a couple of ways that we'll be able to see that. I come from a big Italian family. So if somebody cuts me off midstream, don't worry. I can pick right back up. We're good. 
let me first just say, if you are brand new and experiencing a real special event for the first time, welcome. If you're a returning member, if you're familiar with Real and what we do and this community, welcome back. John Bush here, one of the founders of Real. My mission in life is to inspire men to build unbreakable bonds with God, their families, and themselves without feeling weak, burnt out, or alone. So you're gonna see elements of that translated through what we're gonna talk about tonight. It's a privilege to show up here for you this evening in this way. What I'm gonna to cover tonight, yes, we're gonna talk about improving connection and communication at home. That's the overall topic, the theme of our evening. Uh, first, I'm gonna address some problems that can disrupt that. Then I'm gonna share with you just a few minutes about my story give you guys some tips and some real action stuff that you can put into place today for yourself, for your family, because if this doesn't translate and we can't put it to work, none of it matters. We wanna put this into practice immediately. So we're gonna end with some tangible things and then Kai and I will wrap it up as we close. So that's the order that we'll proceed. So let me kick it off and just share with you guys a little bit about connection and communication. Um, connection, if we back up just a little bit and maybe talk about disconnection first. Let's look at maybe in the world, what are some things that are thrown our way or inserted into our lives that can cause more disconnection than connection? One I can think of off the top of my head, stress, trauma, mental health issues, social addictions, pornography. There's a lot of things in the world that can try to insert itself into our life on a daily basis that we are forced to deal with that can lead to some of this disconnection. What if I was to ask you the same about communication or maybe the opposite, lack of communication? Maybe a lot of those exact same things and many, many more. We could think of endless problems. If you look at social media, it's like an open invitation for people to just kind of air whatever it is, that challenge or experience that's kind of tripping them up any given day. Um, it's, it's right there, it's right in front of us. But I want you to do something for me as we kick off. I'd love for each of you just to take take a minute to get really present because what I'm about to share with you is important that we really feel through it. So if you would join me and just humor me for a quick second, take two or three good deep breaths and whatever happened previously in the day, I know it's getting later in the day for some of you, take two or three deep breaths and just let that melt away. Whatever you might have to take care of after tomorrow morning, don't focus on that. Just, just inviting you to be present here with me where we're at right now. And the big reason that I want you to be fully present is because I want you to focus on the feelings this evening. I'm gonna share with you something right now that might be revolutionary for some of you. The problem isn't a person. We're talking about communication and connection. The problem isn't a person. The problem is the problem, but the feelings that we direct to a person about the problem, oh man, that can do some damage, can it? That can throw some daggers. Let me say that one more time. The problem isn't a person. The problem is simply the problem. But the feelings that we direct toward a person about the problem, that's typically where we get mixed up. So we're gonna dig a little bit deeper into this. But let me give you a few examples. I brought some powerful props this evening. We'll have to up the prop budget, Kai, so I can get some. <laughs> we got some props here. Um, we're going to talk about 
communication first, then connection, then community. And then we're gonna paint some scenarios and give you guys a few more details around these. So let's first talk about communication. Imagine, right, two people right here. So the heads are the tops of the marker. What happens if I completely invert one marker? So one marker going in this direction, one going in this direction. What typically happens with communication if we head that direction? Life can feel really hard, can maybe lead to burnout, frustration. He doesn't understand me. She doesn't understand me. They don't understand what it is that I'm going through, right? It can feel impossible. It can feel like we're in a car that's stuck in first gear. Or maybe we're just learning how to drive stick shift. If any of you out there still know how to drive stick shift, right? That, that herky-jerky feeling is what I learned on. So I remember that vividly. It can feel like we're stuck in first gear. One of my favorite movies, one of our family's favorite movies is Cool Runnings. Think about when those guys got going on the ice, these sprinters from Jamaica, they got going on the ice and how not um, how poor they were communicating when they started out. They were slipping, they were barely getting in the bobsled, they're falling all over the place and it just looked embarrassing. It can feel the same here when there's no communication. The more embarrassment creeps up, the more different challenges start to creep up, the less we're likely to ask for help the less we're likely to reach out. That pride starts to come in. I should be able to figure this out. I'm a man, I'm smart. I should be able to handle this. This is my family, right? If that communication is heading in the wrong direction, there's gonna be some significant challenges. Okay, so that's the first scenario and we're gonna get back into this. I'm gonna bring that back in a few minutes here. Second scenario, we're talking about being disconnected. So, okay, we'll reset two people. Look like everything's going good, uh-oh, boop. Imagine a wall in between these two people headed in opposite directions. Really challenging, really challenging to feel any sort of connection when we're continuing to push apart. You know, think about those batteries at the same charges. They're just right there. Again, we're going to circle right back to this. Last would be both down. Community or lack thereof, feeling isolated in the world, right? If you are both down, if one person's up, go back to the beginning, one person's up and one person's down, you might be able to help each other out for a minute, right? If we're both heading in different directions, that's gonna be pretty challenging. But if we're both down, now we're in trouble. If we are truly on an island, if we are not involved in any sort of an active community that is recognizing where we're at or reaching out for help or checking in on a regular basis, we're gonna be shooting a flare off maybe on that island. You got some gusto up and some strength to shoot a flare off, but nobody saw that. You're on an island all by yourself, completely alone. Either by our own design or just how things have kind of worked out. What if we actually were able to maintain this? Both people standing straight up, going in the same direction. My belief is that life is meant to be fun, not hard. I believe that we're meant to have good connection and life is fun when we have good connections, even great connections. Life is fun when we have communication. Life is fun when we have people to share it with. Think about one of the most amazing experiences or parties or uh, a stadium. You go to watch a sporting event, and the whole stadium is empty versus packed full with people cheering and rooting on their team. 
very, very different experience. So again, focus on the feelings that you're getting when I'm giving you these different kinds of scenarios, because these are just the feelings that are coming up. And if those are feelings that we have to address and deal with, that's all they are. Those feelings might be part of the challenge. Those feelings might be part of the struggle to communicate or not knowing how to clearly communicate or feeling like we have a safe place or a way to do that in our life. But let me refresh what I said. The person, the problem isn't a person. The problem is simply the problem. The feelings we direct at a person about the problem is usually where we get mixed up. So let me put my props down for a quick second. I got married to my wife when I was 19 years old. At the young age of 20, we had our first child. So it's fair to say that I had a lot of growing up to still do. All my buddies are getting into colleges. They're playing some sports. They're going out on the weekends. They're doing a lot of different things. I started the family life at 20 years old. My daughter came. I was just four months after I had turned 20, early 20. Many opportunities to learn and relearn these life lessons. Over the last 17 and a half years, my wife and I have added eight more kids, five boys and four girls, some gray hairs, and definitely some scars. Not all intentional, maybe some intentional, maybe some just totally we didn't know what we were doing. We were just growing together. But we grow either way. So every day we have a daily choice. And if we don't choose to grow the right way, by default, we're going to grow apart. Every day we have a choice to grow together or to grow apart. So every day, part of the reason, and you're seeing this mission with real, right? This recommitment every day you live. Every day I have nine kids and one wife. I'm not great at math, but I know that equals 10 people in my household. Every one of them has two eyes. That's 20 eyeballs every single day that see everything that I do and hear everything that I say. Guys, this starts with personal accountability and responsibility for where we are right now. It's the other reason that I invited you to be present here with me. It starts with where we are right now. You may not have 20 eyeballs on a daily basis in your home, in your life, ready for you to lead them. But you do have people in your life that are important to you, that are around you, that see you every single day. I wanna give you two things right now. I wanna give you permission to lead your family. I wanna give you permission to forgive yourself for anything that you didn't have, didn't know, or just a pure lack of tools or knowledge for wherever you are at in life right now. It might take some time. I'm not saying it's gonna happen instantaneously in your life on this call in this moment, but I'm giving you permission to step up and to make the future look a little bit different than the past did. But I'm also inviting you to forgive yourself for maybe the burden or the unnecessary armor or weight that you've been putting on your shoulders as you have tried to do this without the proper guidance, without the proper tools, without the proper support system. Okay, let's go back to the props. If we're working to get in sync, this is not, this is what we want, right? We're working to get in sync. What is the best way that we can get in sync? If we have two people and we're working on better communication and we are constantly face-to-face -face because we are butting heads and we are clashing on some things and we have a lot of things that we don't agree with, 
I would say that you are in the wrong position. From a tactical standpoint, you cannot adequately cover each other's blind spots when you are face to face. You are not gonna see every single obstacle that is coming your way. There's no chance. Each one of you only can see 180 degrees, right? Using that peripheral. Each one of you can only see that much. Think about what happens if instead of face to face, back to back, and each one of you still remains and retains that 180 degree perspective, what do we have when we add that together? You have a 360 perfect circle view of anything that might show up in your life and trip you up. The first thing that I would love to share with you is to say, have each other's back. You and your spouse, you and your partner, you and your wife, have each other's back every single day, especially <laughs> in front of the family. There might be some things that you need to discuss further on down the road, but do it privately. Maybe there's something you didn't understand. You want some further clarification on, but have each other's back. It gives you, as you start up, the best chance for success, to see the obstacles, to address them as they show up. Now, I'm going to give you one parenting tip, and this has been for 17 plus years, we have used this one parenting tip. And when I was thinking about it, I was like, oh, I want to insert a parenting tip into this first section. This absolutely was the first one that came to me, and it is one that I would share over and over again. And if you were to ask any of my children, what happens when you go ask mommy or daddy a serious question? This is the answer that they would give you. What did your mom say? What did your dad say? We do not answer them when there is a serious question. Now, if it's, can I have a drink of water or something simple? Absolutely, we'll show up, we'll take care of it. But if it is something a little bit more intense that maybe involves them leaving the nest, leaving the home, leaving my castle, and going out there into the world, this big scary world, you better believe we're having a conversation and me and the missus are gonna be back to back. We're gonna be in, the, we're gonna be in sync on this for sure. Who are you going with? When are you coming home? Do you have a ride? Do you need a ride? Do I know this area? Do I know the parents? They start getting peppered with questions. <laughs> so they know now to bring us some of that information initially. So I would challenge you with your children, when they have a serious question that they bring you, and they want to go out and they want to do something, don't answer your kids. Question them first. What did your mom say? What did your dad say? My wife and I do that every single time, and the kids know now that they need to either talk to both of us simultaneously, or whatever one says goes for both. Now, this can get tricky, man. This can get challenging because sometimes she might commit to something that I don't necessarily agree with, but I got her back, right? I got her back. So publicly, we'll in front of the kids, we're, I'll support her. Can we please chat about that a little bit later? I wanna make sure that the next time something like that comes up, like here's a few things that made me a little bit uneasy, or I wanna make sure that we've got time. We didn't have time that specific day to go meet the parents and you know, before we let this child go play in a new home or new area. But publicly, the kids don't know that. We have that conversation privately. Okay, so that's the first tip. Get in sync, get back to back, support each other throughout. 360 degree, you will not miss an obstacle coming your way. Oh, this next one's good. Okay, <laughs> second one, fight for, not with each other. I am a huge believer in fighting, huge believer in fighting. I'm a humanitarian at heart. I love to fight for a noble cause. I love to fight with people that have integrity and values and are fighting for things that truly matter in life, absolutely. 
But a lot of us fight with our partner, with our spouse, with our wives, instead of for them. How well does it work when one of you is always playing offense and the other one's always playing defense? We'll stick with the sports analogies. Men, get on the same side of the field so that when you're on offense, you are both on offense. And when you need to be on defense, you both shift to defense. You're going to have some different changes. That's just going to show up in life. Fight for, not with each other, so that that person, when you connect with them, they really feel it. Here's the connection. They always have my back. If we don't have a clear understanding in the moment, I know we'll circle back and we'll create some time to connect on it. But I know that person, no matter what is going on, especially out there in the world, always fight for that person. What does that translate to in real life? If you're with a group of people, a group of friends, you are only ever speaking positivity and love about that person. You are fighting for that person their reputation, their credibility, their integrity. You will speak that to other people so that they don't ever hear in any kind of a setting, anything that feels like something that's gonna key up an argument later on. Oh, really? I heard what you said to so-and-so while we were out over there. Didn't like the way I folded this out. So like, it can get trivial, but that can be the start of something small that spirals into something much bigger. So it can be challenging and it's taken me some time. I didn't realize that when my wife started dating, we would have backyard barbecues, the friends would come over, and what I thought was uh, making a joke or poking fun at something, my wife told me later on, she said, that was so embarrassing and demeaning. What you said, how that made me feel, man, that hurt. I had to own that. That took some time to work through. So this tip does not come from not having real life experience. This tip comes from realizing that I did a lot of stuff the wrong way to figure out what the right way looked like. Fight for, not with that person. She birthed my children. The least that I can do is speak positivity and love to anybody that is within earshot about her. Powerful, powerful what that does to deepen a connection. Beautiful, beautiful synergy there. One more quick analogy to just take uh, another little sidestep on this, this tip, fighting for, not with each other is think about your Wi-Fi signal in the home. We all have them. If it starts to get a little glitchy, your favorite movie that you're just sitting down to watch keeps freezing, keeps pausing, you get a little bit more frustrated. Those same feelings come up in life when different situations, different things show up, right? Similar feelings. We're just, these are all feelings. We're emotional beings. That's why it's important to focus on the feelings. If that signal is low, we are gonna be more likely to react than we are to respond. If that signal stays low for a long period of time, we are just gonna get reaction, 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 reaction. For me, for a long time, that looked like dad punching walls, that looked like dad throwing stuff, that looked like dad lashing out at any tiny little thing because somebody left something laying out and some, that stuff doesn't matter. My home should be a safe place for my family and my children. And it took my dumb butt some years to be able to learn that and own what it was that I was doing that wasn't creating that back to the personal accountability and responsibility. If our Wi-Fi signal is low, and my reflection on this, it typically has been the task side of the column. If you were to take a piece of paper and write line down the middle and write task on this left side and passion on the right side, typically the task side of the column is the thing that starts to 
kind of chip away at that bandwidth at that signal over time makes it a little bit lower a little bit lower a little bit lower to where it's harder to maintain a consistent good connection right real life example this translates perfectly the wi-fi analogy i love it those tasks might be things that absolutely frustrate you don't light you up and just bring you misery <laughs> a lot more misery than they do joy and fun so if life is not meant to be hard if life is meant to be fun and it's fun when we have great connections and it's fun when we have great people to share it with and the people that we love and are closest to us want to be around us because we're making them feel these amazing ways i would give you an acronym delegate automate or delete yes i did just use dad as an acronym so on your tasks side of the column do this exercise, write task on the top, on the left side, passion on the right, and under list out all these tasks that you feel like are weakening your signal, breaking up your connection, disrupting your connection, lowering that for you. What can you delegate, automate, or delete? D-A-D, -D. delegate, automate, or delete, and just let it go. Over to the passion and you write that list. What is it that continues to fill you up and light you up? And a lot of times that time that you just created over here on this side of the page can directly translate into things that light you up and fill you up in some of those passions. Are you gonna show up as a more energetic, a more passionate, a more exciting person on a regular basis when you're spending a little bit more time and passion and a little bit less time on the tasks and the thing that lower? This is like that Wi-Fi booster over here. You got one in every corner of your home, boom, boom, boom. All day long, you're just boosted all day long. Can't help. By default, what will happen, the natural byproduct of that is you maintain a super solid, super strong, powerful, positive connection. Okay, so that's tip two. Fight for and not with each other. And then that little exercise, the task and the passion and work through that. Three, men, this is where pride comes in. Seek the help. Put down your pride, seek the help. Maybe it's a therapist, maybe it's a mentor, maybe it's a coach. There is a space and a place that you can get the learning, you can get the inspiration to move forward in the direction that you want, that you know that your wife deserves, that you know that your family deserves. There is a place out there, find it. We're working to create that here in real, find it. If it's here, beautiful. If you need some more, find it. Take the time, put down your pride, and ask for help. Find a therapist, a mentor, a coach, get the learning, get the inspiration. I've got a really fun quote that I live by. Inspiration plus perspiration equals dedication because we have to put it to work, right? It doesn't matter. That's what I told you at the beginning of this call. Inspiration plus perspiration equals dedication. Dedication multiplied by time equals salvation. Man, this will save yourself. This will save your family. This will save your connection to God if that is struggling. Because if we don't have a good connection in other places with our family, with our spouses, a lot of times that connection to God is disrupted as well. Inspiration plus perspiration equals dedication. Dedication multiplied by time equals salvation. And I would charge you with this last little piece. The world does not need more men that show up. Yeah, kind of okay. The world does not need more men that are just good enough. The world right now, more than ever, needs men that are real, 
The world needs more real men that are willing to recommit every single day to that best version of yourself. That is what you deserve. That is what your family deserves. That is what God put you on this earth to show up for. That is a true, true feeling for what he wants out of you in your life. We have a couple of ways that you can, that we can support you through this journey in real. Um, and I'll just wrap up and then pass it back to Kai. But the three main ways that we support you in real to be able to accomplish this and move forward on your path, no matter where you're at. Our first one is completely free. This is our free community that we have hosted on Mighty Networks and these monthly events that we do every single month. The third Thursday, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, these monthly events are beautiful. More information on both of those is at realmen.com. So R-E-Y-L-M-E-N.com. You get more information on both of those. That first button right on our homepage will get you right into the free community. And then you'll see a little sidebar action. So you won't ever miss these events. You get the notifications, all that great stuff. The second way that we support you with this is we do have Real Men Rising coaching. And we love to support men. If you are just getting started on your personal growth journey, kind of like a level one, just a beginner, just getting rolling and not even sure what you're needing there. It's a six week program. We take a look and we dive deep into some of the focus areas behind real. And we work through within the framework of our five peaks, how we can help you move forward and accomplish that. Our second level is level two. That's kind of like our intermediate program. Again, six weeks. And we move through the next peak together. Really powerful. Diving into the focus areas that make up that peak and helping you and guiding you on that journey. We have some world-class mentors and coaches to guide you on this program. Men that have been and seen a great number of things in their life to be able to give you and connect with you and dial into specifically where you're at and what it is that you need to move forward. In addition to some principles and some success principles that we've set up for you to succeed there. So that's the second way that we can support you is with our Real Memorizing Coaching. Third, Kai mentioned this at the beginning. We just came off of a sold out First Real Men's Retreat, 24 men in Mesa, Arizona. It was unfreaking believable. It was such a beautiful and powerful weekend. It would not have been that way if the men did not show up in the way that they did to do the work that they did over the weekend. Man, I'm still inspired and motivated and on fire about it. I know Kai is. What we're working on right now for you, the four founders of Real, Justin Harrison, John Chase, Kai Nix, and myself, we are working on confirming a second date to plan our second retreat. So if that is something that interests you at all, on our website, you'll see it in the menu up there, retreat section. You can go down and fill out the Google form to jump on the wait list. Again, we don't have anything opened up right now because we're trying to finalize these second dates, uh, the dates for our second retreat. So if that speaks to you, jump over there. Be sure to get on the wait list. You'll be among the first that we reach out to. Men, it's a privilege to show up for you this evening. I like to think that I show up for you every single day. That's just a building block to what it is that you get to see here this evening. 